Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends, and happy Friday. Today, we are finishing up this awesome story of seeing God show up when things look bleak. Yesterday, we saw that bleakness, that pain and suffering. Paul and his companions are in Macedonia, modern-day Greece, and they end up being dragged before the people in charge. They're called disruptors of the peace, and then they're beaten Their backs were bare, so I'm sure they were bloody and bruised, and then they were thrown into prison. And I can just imagine what I would feel if I was thrown into prison for doing what I knew was right. I'd be frustrated. I'd be angry. I'd be saying, God, where are you? What is going on? Maybe they're feeling a little bit discouraged. After doing God's work, now they're facing this pain and this suffering. But today, we're going to see how God uses this bad situation, this bleak, challenging, painful, hurtful situation for his glory. So let's dive in today. We are in Acts chapter 16, verse 25, and I'm reading from the ESV. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. So maybe... They weren't feeling how I would feel. I would probably feel angry, frustrated, discouraged, like I mentioned. But it looks like they're praying and singing hymns to God. It looks to me like their faith is strong and they're still singing praises, still speaking pleas for help, trusting in God the Father and in their Savior. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were unfastened. Isn't that crazy? God showing up in such a real way. We saw a few chapters ago, God actually liberated Peter from prison. That was back in chapter 12, but that was a little bit less dramatic. His shackles fell off and he was able to walk right out the door past the guards. Here we're seeing this big, dramatic earthquake where all the doors are opened. All the shackles are falling off. God showing up in a real, visible way. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. Now that's when you know it's bad. When he thinks he failed at his job so badly that the best solution for him would be to drive a sword through his own chest. So sad, so heartbroken. But Paul cried with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. Now why this happened, I don't know. I assume the Holy Spirit was leading and guiding these events. 
It would be all too easy if I was in that situation. Prison doors are open for me to sprint for the exit, right? Let me go get somewhere comfortable. I'm in pain. I'm hurting. I don't want to be here. But Paul doesn't do that. The believers, they don't do that. They see this man in absolute agony and heartbreak and fear. And he says, don't harm yourself for we're all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas, his prisoners. He's falling down before them. Then he brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? What? Isn't that amazing? And they said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the words of the Lord to him and to all who were in the house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. And he was baptized at once, he and all his family. Isn't this incredible? God shows up in this big way, in this bleak situation. And even when he shows up, it's not what you would expect. He opens the prison doors and they could have ran, but instead they stayed and they ministered to this jailer. And he, having seen this earthquake, he must realize, wow, their God is real and he is powerful and he is here. And he says, sirs, (laughs) seems so respectful to me. Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And then they ministered to him, sharing that he had to believe in the Lord Jesus, sharing the word of the Lord to him and all who were in his house. And they had faith. That night, because of God showing up in this bleak situation, that night, because of the apostles following the Holy Spirit's lead, that night, because of the Holy Spirit working in his heart, he had faith, he believed, and he was baptized. And he took care of them. He washed their wounds that his own government, the people he worked for, had just inflicted. Then he brought them up into his house and set food before them, caring for them again. And he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. But when it was day, the magistrates, those in charge, sent the police, saying, Let those men go. And the jailer reported these words to Paul, saying, The magistrates have sent to let you go. Therefore come out now and go in peace. So the government's ready now to release Paul and these believers from prison, even though they're not there right now. The rulers don't know that, but they're ready to let them go. So the jailer, of course, is saying, go in peace. You're free. But Paul isn't having it. He's not standing for this. But Paul said to them, they have beaten us publicly uncondemned men who are Roman citizens and have thrown us into prison, and do they now throw us out secretly? No! Let them come themselves and take us out. He is not putting up with this garbage. This government who was completely unjust. They didn't have a trial, which was customary, and yet they were beaten and thrown in jail. And he says, I'm not going to let them get away with that quietly. They're going to have to come themselves and own up to what they've done. 
The police reported these words to the magistrates and they were afraid when they heard that they were Roman citizens. They realized they messed up. So they came and apologized to them and they took them out and asked them to leave the city. So they went out of the prison and visited Lydia. Remember the woman from Thyatira who had welcomed them into their home after believing in Jesus. And when they had seen the brothers, they encouraged them and departed. What a crazy situation that they experienced in Macedonia, modern day Greece, sharing the word, being thrown in prison, God having an earthquake open prison doors, this jailer believing, and then calling out the governors and the magistrates and saying, no, you can come own up to what you've done. And what do we take away from this? Our God is powerful. He is loving. He doesn't leave his people. He will not leave you. He is by your side even if things look bleak, even if things look challenging or chaotic or they're painful and you're suffering. God is there with you. And he has the power to turn any negative event for his good and for his glory. So be encouraged, my friends. God loves you. He is with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. And I will see you tomorrow morning. There is still time to hop in on my free Exploring Christian Yoga workshop. Tonight, we are going into day two, talking about discernment in your yoga practice. And if you have any questions about Christian yoga, you want to get in on the conversation, or even just experience a free faith-filled class, you can join my free workshop. It's going on for five days. So we have four more days left through the link in the description, hesedheart.com workshop.